Welcome to Outside the Treatment Room, the podcast for beauty industry entrepreneurs to start and grow their businesses. My name is Connie Holm. I have more than 20 years experience as a spa owner and esthetician. I am a certified master educator, marketing and business coach. I offer coaching and service training to solopreneurs and small businesses. And my goal is to help you earn more money and increase your profit. Grab your coffee and join me every Monday morning for 10 to 15 minutes. And let's get ready for our week together. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Outside the Treatment Room. I'm your host, Connie Holm. When you own a business and you're responsible for every role, there can be a lot of challenges. Solopreneurs are some of the hardest working people out there. Unless you are one, married to one, or have a close personal relationship, it's difficult to understand. Outsiders think, hey, you're self-employed, you have it all. You can work whatever hours you want, take whatever time off you need. You have so much and we're all so jealous. When my children were in elementary school, I used to volunteer for the lunch program, passing out pizza to the kids. I had my set day that was planned, but I was often asked to fill in for others who couldn't leave work, even though they had committed to be there. Many people thought that because I didn't have like clients coming in, I was free to go and volunteer. Not many people understood the hours it took, especially at the beginning, to bring in those few clients. I doubted myself as well, thinking, well, I should be able to volunteer because I have the time, right? Today, we're talking about the challenges of being a solopreneur and what we can do to overcome these. First thing we want to talk about is fatigue. As a solopreneur, you can't call in sick. You have no one to replace you, so you push through. You worry about disappointing your clients. You worry about upsetting your clients. Thoughts start running through your brain. If I can't take them, they're going to go somewhere else. Maybe they'll like this person better. Maybe they'll decide to never come back. All because I'm not feeling well. And so you decide, no, I'm going to work. It's not worth taking that time off. Do you start spiraling? I do. Because the fatigue sets in. It's draining doing every job. You're providing a service, but let's take a look at all the other jobs you need to take care of to run your business. You are a marketer, a social media guru, a secretary, a cleaner, a therapist to our clients, a bookkeeper. Let's not forget to mention you also need to order supplies, pay your bills, replenish inventory, answer messages, and way more. No wonder you are exhausted. So how do we help with the fatigue? First thing, outsource the jobs that you are not good at or hate doing. I hate cleaning my house. I pay someone to come in once a week for four hours. Worth every penny. It would probably take me double the time to get less done. Let's be real. I would never spend four hours in a row cleaning. Some of you may love it. Some feel a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment. It's something I need to outsource because I will be more productive and less stressed doing the things that I do well. Next thing is take a break. This may be one of those do as I say, not as I do pieces of advice, because this one is hard for me. I find it very difficult to turn my brain off. Where I recharge best is on a winter vacation somewhere warm. There is something about sitting in the sun, feeling that warmth. I literally feel the energy coming back into my body. 
it's particularly difficult to take a break for those of us who work out of our homes. When the home space and the workspace are in the same place, it's hard to separate. My spa is in my basement. Sometimes I just need to walk away. It happened just last night. I had a particularly busy day, which is good because it's been slow lately. One of my clients put me behind my schedule. A sweet older lady was asking questions about her service and a few questions about some retail products. I messaged my next client, letting her know that I was running a few minutes late. Because I have a lot of quick appointments with waxing and laser, it took me to the end of the day to catch up. When my last customer left, I just stopped working. I left all the receipts across my desk, left my tools in the sink, walked out, closed the door. I was exhausted. I had clients early the next morning, but I am a morning person. So 6.30, I was downstairs entering my receipts, cleaning the areas, prepping my supplies. Last night, I just needed to unwind watching a movie. Which brings me to my next solopreneur challenge, the work-life balance. Schedule some time for fun. Scheduling things to do outside of work can encourage you to leave work at a reasonable hour. Spend time with your friends and family outside of work. Take vacation time or a day off to relax. You need to be away from your job to find balance. Just say no. There will always be things to do, and if you are a giver, people will ask. Let's go back to me volunteering for pizza day. I could have said no. I never would, of course, but I could have. There was a lack of confidence as I was growing my business. I wanted to have it all. Be the best mom, have the best business, help out at my kid's school, try to make everything look easy. Well, guess what? It wasn't. You will always have requests for your time but you only have 24 hours in a day, just like everyone else. So we end up working late, getting up early, giving up going to the gym or going for a walk, missing out on reading a book or sleeping in to get things done. It's okay to say no, but it takes confidence to do this. There is an art to say no. You need to set your boundaries. When I started, I worked all hours of the night or day. Now we have specific work days when we take clients and guess what? It works. I don't need to be available 24-7. I just saw this great thing from Bath & Body Works. They send out updates to their employees, but they can't be read unless they are logged into work. This way, it ensures a work-life balance. That is freaking amazing, and I'm so happy to see that. Now, why can't we do this for ourselves? Why can't we say, hey, it's Sunday. I don't need to respond to a message about something that can be dealt with next week. We are so reactive. As I am writing this, it's our tub time. Every night we go in the hot tub. We all stop what we're doing and go in. There's no phones, just chatting and relaxation. Sets our mental health and rest for sleeping. Why is saying no important? It helps you set your boundaries. Reduces risk of burnout. It gives you the time to do things that you actually want to do. And it keeps you focused on your goals. Motivation. It's difficult to stay motivated when you are a one-person show. Block short periods of time to get tasks done and do them. You know that saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You will get overwhelmed when tasks and to-do lists are enormous. Bring them down to bite-sized bits. Understand and accept that your task list will never be completed. 
It is always evolving. And as entrepreneurs, we always have something to do. Get a couple of those most important things done at the beginning of the day, and you will feel and be more productive for the rest of the day. How can we manage our time more effectively? Why are you doing this in the first place? Why do you have a solo business? Most solopreneurs choose this path because they want freedom. Freedom to choose what hours they work, freedom to take time off, freedom to earn whatever money they want to make, freedom to do the services you love. What they didn't tell you in school is that freedom comes at a price. It sucks up your time, your energy. For many solopreneurs, if you calculate the hours we actually put in, we are probably averaging less than minimum wage. At that rate, you might as well take a minimum wage job that doesn't come with any of the other stresses of owning a business. Finish your tasks at one sitting. One of my biggest weaknesses is the shiny object syndrome. I'm working away on updating my pricing when I see something else I need to do or a message that just pops up. I have a hard time not checking that message. I know that my productivity is higher when I keep working on my original task, but it's hard. Entrepreneurs are usually on the creative side and don't tend to be methodical. So shiny object syndrome is something most of us face on the daily. Reward yourself with some mini goals and some major goals. Be proud of your accomplishments. Owning a business is hard. Throw in things like COVID that knocked most of us on our asses. COVID made us more reclusive and solitary than ever. We had to change many of our businesses to adapt, and we deserve to reward ourselves. It doesn't have to be monetary. It could be going for a walk, going to the gym, making a fabulous dinner, going out for dinner, getting dressed up and going out with someone special, reading a book, doing a weekend away, going for coffee with a friend, or booking that vacation. Rewards come in many shapes and forms. Choose ones that make you smile. Surround yourself with a strong support system and cheerleaders. Usually a spouse or partner is the one you crave support from. If they're supportive, then fantastic. If they're not, they may just have a different mindset of what jobs should look like. In my family, my mother was more of the entrepreneurial spirit. We owned a corner store growing up, and the way my mom ran it was amazing. My father wanted the safe job, worked seven to three in the mines every day, and brought home a steady paycheck. He did not like risk, but helped in the business every day after work. Combination of a small business and a steady job worked, and it made them successful. It also drove me to have businesses all my life. Where else can you get support? Look for business groups online in your field. I follow and am active in many aesthetics groups on Facebook. I can ask questions, vent if I need to, and be supportive to my peers. Join local business association groups. There are many no-to-little-cost business groups you can join for coffee once a month or join in advertising your businesses together. Support your local businesses. This is super important in an age where our Christmas wish lists are linked to Amazon. I like to purchase gift cards from local-owned businesses, then do a draw for them at my business. It helps your fellow business owners, helps support your local economy, and you make connections to other businesses. Remember, we rise by lifting others up. Put good karma out there. It always comes back to you. There are many challenges for the solopreneur, but the rewards are abundant, and I wish you all the best. This week's quote is from Marie Forleo, 
Success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying our podcast and I look forward to next week. That's it for this week's episode of Outside the Treatment Room. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any episodes. Let us know if you have any questions you want answered in upcoming podcasts. I'm Connie Holm. Remember to support your local businesses and I wish you a great and profitable week. See you next time.